The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Hey there, I'm Dr. Richard Amato, and welcome once again to the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast, also known sometimes as the Matto Dental Podcast, whatever you want to call it, it's fine with me. As long as you're listening or watching, that is cool. I'm Dr. Richard Matto. I'm co-founder of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success, and today we're going to be talking about a big, 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 did I say big, big mistake that we all make from time to time or at one time or another in the practice of dentistry. I know that I did this a lot, especially when I was a young practitioner. Oh, I was a young practitioner, starting to sound like an old geezer. When I was a young practitioner, I used to do this. And I kind of learned the hard way not to do it again. And I'll just tell you a story about uh, something that happened in my practice that really uh, helped me learn this lesson. So I'm really excited to be with you here today. If you were listening to this or watching it when it first came out, I'll say Happy New Year! Happy 2022! A great time to make some changes, right? And if you're listening to it at a different time, well, it's still a great time to make some changes. It's always a great time to make some changes, especially if you make positive changes. It's never a good time to make negative changes. So um, Happy New Year if that happens to apply. If not, Thanks for being here anyway. And since I am recording this as the new year's 2022 begins, I want to remind you of a simple, simple, easy, great thing you can do in your practice right this second. And that is stop getting ripped off on your credit card processing. Because if you are paying a percentage to a credit card processing company, every time a patient pulls out that piece of plastic, you are getting ripped off. At the Matto Center, we use Stacks, S-T-A-X. And you should too, for many reasons. But my favorite reason is that you don't pay that overage percentage to your processing company, just a low, flat, and I mean low, very low, flat monthly fee. It stays the same month to month to month to month, and you will save money. So check it out. Go to matto.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W dot com slash S-A-V-E. And I do want to say that we've gotten a bunch of new listeners in recent months. Some of you have just found out about the podcast in one way or another, but you don't really know what we do at the Matto Center. So I encourage you to go to matto.com, M-A-D-O-W dot com. We have been coaches and consultants in dentistry for over 30 years We have contacted and helped and spoken with thousands or tens of thousands of dentists and dental team members across North America. I'm an actual dentist, unlike most coaches and consultants. I actually have a DDS after my name and uh, built up a a really successful dental practice. So I'd love to chat with you. Go to matter.com. If you want to talk about things that are going on in your practice with me personally, I'd love to do that. You can just go to matter.com slash chat schedule some time on my calendar. I leave tons of time open for people who want to talk about how we can help them grow their practice. So go to matto.com slash chat or send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H at matto.com. Okay, let's get down to it now. Something that we do 
as dentists and dental team members, and maybe just as people, because unfortunately, it's, it's so human nature to do this, is that we tend to size people up and judge them right away based on some external factors. And we really are wrong so many times. And since this is a dental podcast and I'm a dentist and you're a dentist or a dental team member, let's place it um, in the scenario of a dental practice. A new patient comes in and let's face it, sometimes consciously or subconsciously, we tend to size them up and that affects the way that we treat them in our practice. It affects the treatment that we present to them, the treatment that we do with them, the way that we handle them as a patient and as a person. All these kinds of things happen when we wrongly and quickly judge people and size them up. Now, I'll tell you a little story. And this, I swear the story happened. If you hear the story, like, you know, on a stage from a dental lecture, you might think that's BS. That never happened. They just made that up to drive a point home. But this actually did happen in my practice. This was many years ago. Um, as some of you know, I purchased a practice that was actually bankrupt. The practice had a sign on the door that said dental practice for sale while they were seeing patients. Crazy stuff. So it was a bankrupt practice. So I kind of came in day one under underwater. You know, this practice was not just zero. It was in debt on day one. So this is the practice I came into. And, um, you know, I started doing all the things to build the practice, but it was pretty slow going at first. So if there was a new patient on the schedule, wow, did I get excited. I love seeing new patients on the schedule. But here's the thing. When we had a new patient on the schedule, I had this really bad habit of running into my private office because my private office faced the parking lot. And I would peer out the window blinds to see what that new patient looked like when they were coming up, when they were pulling into the parking lot, see what kind of car they drove. And whether I want to admit it or not, or even whether I realized it or not at the time, I was sizing up these patients based on total BS external factors. You know, as I've learned in my life, one of the, the worst pieces of data, the most meaningless pieces of data about someone is what kind of car they drive. I mean, geez, there are multi-gazillionaires driving beat up Ford F-150 trucks, and there are people driving a nice fancy car that have gone into complete hock to be driving that car. So man, never judge somebody by what kind of car they drive. Anyway, I had this habit when there was a new patient on the schedule, I'd run into my private office and peer through the Venetian blinds. And I did this so much that my team actually had a nickname for me. They would call me Gladys Kravitz, which is a, a reference to the old Bewitched TV show. Gladys Kravitz was the annoyed neighbor who was always looking through her window blinds to see uh, Samantha doing some kind of witchcraft. And then, of course, by the time her husband came into the room, it was all gone and he would never believe her. But that was all, she was always there staring at the window blinds. And that's what my team members call me, Gladys Kravitz, because of this stupid habit. So one day, we had two new patients on the schedule, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and I was psyched out of my mind. And the first patient schedule for, say, 1030, I run into my private office. I'm peering through the blinds. And sure enough, this woman pulls up in a Jaguar convertible. And she gets out of the car. She had all the accoutrements, you know, the beautiful designer clothing, the expensive watch, the jewelry, the hairdo, the purse, the, the shoes, the whole deal. And I was psyched because, boy, we needed new patients so badly. And we especially needed rich new patients because we all know those are the ones who are smart and educated and have all the money and they're going to get all the dental treatment. So I was so excited. And this woman came in and she was super nice. And we did the whole workup. And um, 
you know, I talked to her about all the great dental treatment we could provide and she was interested and she wanted to know more and she asked a billion questions and she said, this is what she wanted. She was so excited. Then when it was time to schedule, um, she actually confessed to our financial coordinator that she couldn't quite do it yet because she was in some debt. And as soon as she got that straightened out, she was going to come and get all of her treatment done. I'm still waiting 30 years for you. Where are you? Where are you? I'm waiting for you to come in and say you got your debt straightened out. I never saw her again. Man, kind of a lesson learned, right? So I was a little bummed out, but still keeping the positive attitude. We had another new patient in the afternoon. So afternoon rolls around, time for this new patient to come in. I rock into my private office. Like I didn't learn my lesson, you know? I go in there, I'm peering through through the Venetian blinds again, like Gladys Kravitz and this beat up old station wagon pulls up and this guy gets out and he's wearing mechanics coveralls, you know, and then he's got the oil and the grease stains all over him. And he comes in and uh, I happened to be standing at the front desk and he was super nice guy. He shook my hand, got grease all over my hand. I'm like wiping all my scrubs. And then he opened his mouth to kind of smile and I'm looking at his teeth and say, Oh, wow. He's like, um, you know, one tooth was going this way, another tooth was going that way. He, he kind of looked like like a walking shade guide, like all of his teeth were different shades, but a couple of the shade guides were removed um, just to leave those big, beautiful open spaces. And then he kind of smiled a little more and I could see his gums and they were like, I don't know what they were, green and red and purple and 50 shades of gray. I don't know. The guy was a super nice guy, but he was a dental mess. And of course, I'm thinking, wow, this guy's a really nice guy, but he's a mechanic. And I had my preconceived notions of the financial situations of mechanics. I mean, they certainly earn a good living, but was he the kind of person that was ready to pounce on this amount of dentistry that he needed? And did he have a drum roll, please, a high dental IQ? That is the stupidest term. I cannot stand it when somebody says to me, oh, my patients have a low dental IQ. Well, of course they do. They're not dentists. And there's no such thing as a dental IQ anyway. I cannot stand that term. You know, I think it was, was it Mark Twain? It was Einstein. I don't know. One of the great people who we quote all the time said something like, everybody's ignorant just in different topics. And you know what? I don't expect my patients to have a high dental IQ. I expect the dentist and the dental hygienist to have a high dental IQ. But I don't know. I think I'm a pretty smart guy. But I got to tell you, I have a very low plumbing IQ which is why I need a plumber when something goes wrong in my house that, you know, that, that I have to call a plumber for. It's ridiculous to say somebody has a low IQ in one particular special aspect of it. I have a very low car IQ. Yeah, when my car breaks, I have to take it to a mechanic. Well, that's a good thing for them. I want patients with a low dental IQ. Please promise me you're never going to use that term again. It's a ridiculous term. Anyway, this guy was super nice, um, even though he need you know needed a ton of dental treatment. And in my mind, I judged him and I, I said, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll just start small. And then, you know what? I figured, you know, what the heck? I've been spending too much time judging up people. It's a stupid thing to do. I'm going to have a frank conversation with this guy, talk to him about his dental situation and see if he's interested in getting the whole ball of wax. See if he's interested in really fixing up his teeth and gums to get them in perfect shape. Knowing in my mind, this is going to be a $15,000, $20,000 treatment plan, including a referral to a periodontist. It's going to take a long time to do. It's going to take a lot of dedication and a lot of money. But what the heck? Maybe this guy is sick of smiling and looking like he does and finally wants to get it done and we'll be able to work it out. Well, 
I got the guts. And I'm not saying I did that whole fancy schmancy treatment plan presentation, because if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I hate that thing. And this is a topic for a different time. But let's just say that after some really pleasant, friendly conversation, we came to the conclusion that this guy was ready to get everything straightened out. But could he afford it? Could he afford it? Well, it turned out money was not a factor. This guy, even though he was a mechanic, he started off many years ago working at a little local bus company. I think it might have even been his family's bus company, but it was a little you know thing. And he was a mechanic and he worked there fixing the couple buses that they had. He was also a really smart business guy. And he slowly yet surely over the decade of his ownership built this little bus company up into a huge bus company. He actually owned all the school buses that operated in the, all the counties that surrounded Baltimore City. He had a tour bus division. He was a wealthy guy, but he still liked to dress in his mechanics overalls because he was a mechanic at heart. And if somebody was having a problem with something, he'd go in there and help out and pitch in and talk to his mechanics who he, he seemed to love and really get along well with. Um, so yes, he was a mechanic and he was also the owner of a very successful, very profitable bus company. So it turned out Money wasn't even an issue. We did a ton of treatment on this guy. He was a fantastic patient. He referred tons of other people, all of his family members, people that worked for him, his friends in the industry, his social friends. I, I probably got 20 or 30 great patients from him. And I quickly learned the lesson from Jaguar Lady. You can't size people up by these external factors. You can't judge them. If he had been the first patient, maybe I would have shied away from presenting all this treatment. And then Jaguar lady would have been second. I would have been 0 for 2. But it turned out he was a fantastic patient because I did not judge him. So lesson learned, you are going to see people in your practice from all walks of life. Some you know, maybe won't speak English very well. Some maybe will be driving a beat up jalopy. Some might have a job that you don't associate with a high income, but you know, you never, ever know. And sometimes people of very modest means are good savers, or they value their dental health quite a bit, or they have another income source. So just for some reason, they're ready to get the treatment done and they're willing to pay what it takes. You know, in, whether you work out the financial arrangements long-term with care credit or they pay right away, it doesn't matter. They are ready and they make it happen. Other people who have the external signs of wealth are stretched out beyond belief and they never make it happen. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Please, please, please don't judge people. Don't size people up. Let's treat everybody like they are the best patient we have in our practice. Let's offer our best comprehensive dentistry to everybody. And that is how we get our patients in excellent dental health, not by judging them, but by being kind to them and offer them the absolute best. Okay, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Well, at least many people's favorite part, and that is our mystery shopper calls. So we kind of got back to basics this week, which I love doing because let's face it, it's fun to do some of these crazy calls, but how much do you charge for a cleaning? I'm looking for a cleaning and checkup, whatever, are the much more common uh, typical potential new patient calls that we would get. And they can be really tough to handle. So let's do that this week. And I got to tell you, I've got a big surprise for you. Could it be that someone actually answered a call correctly and got me on their schedule? You think that could ever happen on the dental practice fixers? Let's find out. We'll go over to Command Central here and let's do call number one. 
is Christina. How can I help you? Oh, yeah. I'm looking for a dentist. I want to know how much it would be for, like, a checkup and cleaning. Do you have dental insurance? I do. I do. Um, well, it's kind of hard to know what your out-of-pocket is going to be with the dental insurance. Um, but um, what we'd start off with new patients is we do a comprehensive exam, <clears throat> Um, which is $82, mm-hmm. and then we go from there depending mm-hmm. on what kind of x-rays you need. Um, a complete series of x-rays in our office are $139, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. then if you were a normal adult cleaning, so no perio issues, our cleanings are $93. Mm-hmm. And what does perio issues mean? Well, it, there's, it's, you, you're classified as, some are classified as perio maintenance or if you need to do any kind of perio, um, it's the classification of how your gums are. So I don't know if you've ever been, you know, if anyone, if you've ever had any perio pockets or scaling and replaning or inflammation, there's different kinds of categories of cleanings. So there's mm-hmm. multiple different prices for what you could need. But if you're just a standard adult cleaning, it's $93. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And I might, I might have some x-rays I can have, um, for my old dentist. Is that something I should look into? Yes, definitely. If your x-rays are only a couple years old, uh, it's nice to have those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if they're even newer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're like three, four years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it would just depend what x-rays they are. If it's a full mouth, that would be great. If they're the bite wing x-rays, the four bite wings that you just have at your checkup, if they're four years old, he would still recommend getting new ones but we'd still like your old ones um, for reference. But yes, it never hurts to have your your old X-rays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hey, thank you so much. I think I got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. All right. As you could tell, I tried to keep her on the phone as long as I possibly could, asking questions about old X-rays, just hoping that maybe. Maybe she'd somehow take the bait and actually invite me to become a patient of that practice. But no, she didn't. Never got any contact information. I had no idea who I was. Hung up. I'm lost and gone forever. She'll never be able to find me. Wow. And then she, she went way off the rails with perio. First of all, you know, just saying like, do you have perio, which I don't know. I, I don't really care for that term anyway. It's like saying, do you have elbow? You know, do you have perio? And then she starts trying to explain, oh, there's perio maintenance. There's perio pockets. They're scaling and root planing, or she said it. I love the Midwest accent, scaling and root planing. Um, I don't know. Again, way too many details, made it way too complicated, never got my information. And of course, the biggest mistake of all, never even made an attempt to get me on the schedule. Not even a lame-ass try. Nothing, 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 nothing. Okay, let's go to another call, see if that could possibly happen again. Take it away. This is Leisha. How can I help you? Uh, hey, I'm looking to find a new dentist. I want to know how much is a cleaning and checkup usually? So it just depends on um, what kind of cleaning you're looking at because they range um, anywhere between 109 to 158 for the cleaning. Uh-huh, and then the exams uh-huh. are between, you know, 53 and then the comprehensive exam. So your initial exam would be 87. Right. So what's the difference in the cleanings? Like one is one is a good cleaning and one's 
not one so is thorough. for no. So one is for um, normal healthy gums and tissues, and then one is for if you have gum disease. Oh, oh, oh! I don't think I have that. Okay, okay, all right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye then. All right. Bye. All right. All right. Bye. <laughs> Again, I tried to kind of leave her hanging at the end, like leave that open space where the most natural thing for her to come back with will be, let's get you in the schedule. Would you like to make an appointment? We can see you tomorrow at 1230. Whatever. I, I just, you know, left that uncomfortable silence hoping that she had, she had to come on and say something, right? But instead of saying that, she just went, came on and went like, yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. What are these people thinking? Why am I calling to find out how much your cleaning is? I don't know. It just makes no, no, no sense. I don't get it. Um, again, I, I'm really trying hard to give these people the bait, like at the end saying, okay, well, almost saying, well, like, what's next? What's the next step? But they just won't take it. So that was, that was not great. It was not good. It was actually horrible at best. Okay, let's do one more call today and see what happens here. Dental, and this is Lois. How can I help you today? Um, yeah, how much do you charge for a cleaning there? It sounds to me like you're looking for a new dentist. Is that right? Yeah, actually, I am looking for a new dentist. I didn't like my last dentist very much, but I just want to know how much a cleaning is. Well, thanks so much for calling our office. As I said, my name is Lois, and who am I speaking to? Um, my name is Rich. Okay, well, Rich, you definitely called the right place. I think this is the best dental office in our town, and we love seeing new patients here. Oh, wow. Um, what's so great about your office? <laughs> well, I can tell you this. The doctor is very experienced and very gentle, and the whole staff makes sure that you are comfortable when you're here. Oh, I mean, that sounds good, but how much is a cleaning? Well, since I've never seen you before, it's tough to tell. There are different kind of cleanings first, and if you have insurance, that could be different too. So let's get you scheduled for an appointment, and we'll be able to tell more that way. Can you come in tomorrow at 2 o'clock? Oh, wow, tomorrow. Um, I actually cannot come in tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Okay, what's a good day for you? You let me know, and I'll look on the book and see if we can get you in. Oh, wow. Um, Wednesday afternoon is usually my best time. That's when I don't have to work. Okay, let me see, let me see, let me see. Would Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock be good for you? Yeah, actually, that's great. Oh, good, because we have an open appointment there. Now, Rich, let me ask you something. What is your last name, please? It's Costello. Rich Costello, okay. And your phone number, please? It's 410-764-2000. Um, great. Now, I have you down for 3 o'clock on Wednesday. One other thing. Do you know where our office is, or can I give you directions? Um. I, I think I know where it is. It's the one right near Target, right on near Main Street. That's exactly right. You got it. So now all I have to say is we're looking forward to seeing you at 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Wow. I'm excited, too. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you for calling. We'll see you then. Okay. Bye -bye. Great. Bye.
wait a minute, somebody actually asked to make the appointment and, and got me on the book and didn't do all these crazy things about perio maintenance and perio scaling and perio root plating and gum tissues. Unbelievable. A plus. And I'm glad I had their website open with a little map so I could see where their office was located. So, okay. Well, here's some full disclosure on that call. Because <laughs> I think this is the first time somebody actually passed the test in over a year. Um, that was my mom. My mom was the person who answered the phone. Now, I didn't tell her what to say. Here's, the, here's what happened here. Um, every week when the podcast comes out, my mom listens faithfully like thousands of other people, but she's my number one favorite listener. Um, and she always immediately calls or emails me and says, what is with these people? How could they not know how to do their job? Their job is to get somebody in the office. They don't, they don't know how to do their job. It's unbelievable. She says all kinds of hilarious things. She cracks me up. And I said, well, mom, do you think you could do better? You've been listening to the dental practice fixers for a couple of years. And she said, I absolutely could. So I called her, said, just answer the phone like you are answering the phone at a dental office. Um, uh, now, did she prepare for it? I don't know. It sounded like she was a little prepared, but she didn't know what I was going to ask. And um, she guided me right towards the appointment and was friendly. Some might even say a little aggressive. I don't think so. But I mean, I love the way. And again, I did not tell her to do this. I love the way that she said when I said I couldn't take the appointment for that particular day. She she put it back on me. Well, what are some good days and times for you? That was really cool. I mean, okay. Why can't people that work in dental offices do this? My mom has never worked in a dental office. Um, and, and yet she was able, just using her creativity, ingenuity, ability to think, and knowing that the job was to get the patient in the appointment book, do this correctly. So mom, congratulations. Way to go. Uh, you, you did the best call that we've had on the dental practice fixers for a long time. The only problem is you're 87. You don't work in a dental office. But if anybody wants to hire her, you contact me. Call, give me an email at rich at matto.com, R-I-C-H at M-A-D-O-W.com, and we'll see if mom will come work for you. Maybe she could do it remotely. Um, anyway, wow. And email me with anything. Again, rich at matto.com. If you have a question, something you want to talk about, you want me to ask on the dental practice fixers. If you want to talk about how the Matto Center can improve your practice, I'd love to get on the phone and have a little complimentary conversation with you. And I think that is going to be it for this week. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Thanks for watching. I'm Dr. Richard Matto, co-founder of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success. And I hope to talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye, everyone.